Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's that time of the week again. When It is, David. We sorry, I'm already stepping on your toes. Sounds like we might need to, you know, just have a little moment where we, you know, do a course correction. Aha, yes, (laughs) a course correction. I thought you were going to come in with singing the Mr. Ed song. Oh, horse is a horse, of course. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Of course, of course. I didn't get it until I started doing the words out loud. Yeah. Hello, Wilbur. (laughs) Hello, Wilbur. (laughs) Anyway, this is the Kick Some ADHD podcast, in case you didn't know. And I'm Dana Rayburn with my dear colleague, David Johnson. Who, as far as we know, is not a horse. Is not a horse, <laughs> nor a doctor, no matter what I call him on here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a lot of things apply, but none of those. <laughs> this is episode number 103103, Continuous Course Correction Mindset. Yeah, and I have a feeling you're gonna you're gonna take us some places that I had sort of presumed we were gonna go last week when we were yeah. you know working on some of that stuff. But it, it's it's um, this is a this is exciting to me actually. I'm 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 looking forward to hearing. I have not read your notes. So you haven't. I have okay. not. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to share. Well, yes, because this was something that was kind of included last week when we talked about when your day goes off the rail. Yeah. However, I uh, pulled it out last week and thought, you know, this is a good topic all in its own. Yeah, and yeah. That's what we're doing. And it it also, I think, it directly connects to episode one hundred and one as well yep. from from a couple weeks ago. So yep, yep. Which yeah. is well, that was about that was divide and conquer. You know, the the, 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 yes. the whole idea of breaking it, things down. Yeah. Yes, it does, and it also can be used with your front burner focus. Oh, wow. That from, I guess that was episode 100, possibly, or something. Anyway, so, yeah, this is just part of part of what's happening in Kick Some ADHD podcast. You know, you think we're just all randomly throwing stuff at you, but there is a cunning plan behind it. A That's cunning true. Plan. There is madness to the meth. Oh, wait, other way. Reverse that. Yeah. <laughs> Dyslexia. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something. All right. So one of the things that you know, David, that we're aiming for when we're learning to live easier with attention deficit is we want to increase our consistency. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Come out of the chaos, do things more consistently, building systems, habits, structures, and all of that stuff that keeps us on the rails. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so scary. Lives, if, all so, of that. if someone says, hey, all you need to do is be more consistent, you know, that would be terrible. But but the beauty of this is that, you know, anybody that listens to this uh, podcast for any length of time, you start to just get little things that you can add in that make you more consistent. And it, and it comes about. Right. So. Right. That's good. Yeah, because we have to learn how to be more consistent. And that's what we're talking about today when we're talking about continuous course correction mindset. An important piece, you've heard me say it a bazillion times, I'm going to say it again, we also need to accept that we will never be perfect. 
perfection is not possible for anyone, especially for ADHD. However, we want to get more consistent with how we're managing our brains, how we're managing our lives, more consistent with our habits. So life goes pretty well most of the time. I love it. And it, and it does. It gets better. It does. It does get better. Yeah. You're seeing it, aren't you, David, I am, in your yeah. life? Yeah, it's true. And, and it's, you know, it's just this idea that you work on it and, and you know, a little bit at a time. And, and sometimes you make like what feels like huge progress. And then other times you, you feel like maybe you plateaued for a while or whatever. It's like anything else. But you, you know, it, it, it just continued to work. And even if, if all you're doing is just continuing to listen to this podcast every week, that too will make a difference. I, I don't want to make it sound like you don't have to do anything because that's not absolutely not true. But, Thank you, because that is absolutely not true. No, but the more you focus on it, the more you hear about it, the more you spend your attention and energy on it, the, the, the more ways you find to work these ideas into your life. And it's, uh, it, it's helpful. Yeah, you've got to have some of your brain cells focusing on living easier with ADHD if you do want to change the trajectory of your world. I Yes, you do. And I'm also excited today, Dana, for another reason. And you, you have, I'm guessing, inadvertently hit upon another technology process that I live and breathe every day. And so I want to talk about it a little later because but i but i think it might be an interesting analogy at some point to bring oh, up excellent yes excellent. no now i'm so excited now i'm going to talk really fast because i want to get to that i'm going to sound like one of those those medication commercials those side effects are blah, blah, blah. with a fine print uh, yes. just kidding just kidding all right um so we in order to become more consistently consistent we have got to make friends with reality This is another concept that is not new to listeners of the podcast because you've got to realize that living easier with ADHD, becoming more consistent is not a straight shot. It's true. It's like we were just talking about (laughs) progress, plateaus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Progress, plateau, all of that. Some people say that two steps forward, one, two steps back or one step forward, two steps back, whatever. I, that was always kind of gotten under my skin because it's kind of negative and defeatist yeah yeah progress is not so, measured that linearly you know we, we no. might we might make a step north and then we make a step northeast and then a step north i don't think we're taking steps truly backwards i mean i'm no yeah that's just right that would be depressing it, <laughs> it would be depressing and sometimes it may look like you are however i i don't like that mindset to me that's a more negative mindset yeah it's discouraging so when i came upon this idea of continuous course correction also called ccc when you're one of the cool kids and you know what you're talking about (laughs) it was like it was an oh okay that's what we want to do moment continuous course correction does a couple of things it helps reduce that idea that we're aiming for perfection Many people with ADHD, at least the ones that come across my path and the success club and life are perfectionists. Um, And you may not be a perfectionist in all areas, but possibly you are in some areas. Mm. All right. So it helps. The CCC does two things, helps reduce that idea of perfection. And it also helps us get back on track. When we do fall off the rails, when ADHD chaos steps in and it helps us move more forward towards our goal. Love it. Okay. 
Those are both incredibly helpful. Those ideas. Yeah. 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 All right. With me so far. So far, so good. Okay. All right. So how did I learn about this? One of my clients, who I will name Anne, because confidentiality rules in Dana's ADD world, yeah. uh, we were talking about reducing the chaos. And she said, oh, it's, it was, it's this wild pendulum. And she was so frustrated with these wild swings of living with ADHD. And, and then we started talking about, yeah, the pendulum is always still going to swing, but we want it to be in a much, much smaller arc. And eventually, so it's just swinging a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Yeah. And she said, oh, she's a skier. Okay. She says, oh, that's like skiing and CCC. And I said, what in the heck is CCC? And she said, well, it's constant course correction. Oh, wow. You're heading down the slope. You're flying down the hill. And you're continuously making minor corrections in your turns and your form and in the course you're heading so you get to where you want to go. Okay, that's such a beautiful analogy. I Isn't like it? that. Yeah. Because look, a tree. Oh, we probably should navigate around that. It doesn't mean we're changing directions. Right. <laughs> right? We're just... Right. Yeah. Just, and if you... Some people may ski, as um, my darling daughter did when we were first teaching her, is she'd start at the top and just head straight down at a bazillion miles an hour. And maybe if you're 10, you can get away with that. But that is not a recipe for long-term healthy skiing. Was she just fearless? I, that is amazing. I love that story, actually. Oh, my child. Yeah, she is fearless. And she also does not like to be taught anything. She oh, likes to learn. Has, has to learn. Yeah, I understand that. I, I didn't I didn't ski for the first time until I was maybe 45 or so. Uh, and it was just falling down a hill for me for like, you know, an entire day. And right. I mean, I had a great time, but my shoulder hurt for like, I don't know, a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the type of skiing we're talking about is not flying straight down the hill. Because even if you're watching the downhill skiers, say on the Olympics or something, they are course correcting. Yes, they are. Constantly. It's yeah. this constant little adjustment, right? And so I, that's I, what we're talking about. I think they always also have their eyes on the direction that they're aiming, right? In, in other words, it's it's you, you, you sort of have to you know keep your eye on your, your surroundings too. But there, there's a constant return to the that's the target so that they can course correct, right? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Apologize if I'm getting ahead of the analogy. <laughs> no, you're not. You're good. You're good. Cool. We're done with the analogy. Okay. Anyway, so so with Anne's ADHD, we started to apply this idea of the continuous course correction, the CCC mindset, to her ADHD life, and it made a huge difference for difference. Wow, for her. that's really nice. Yeah it it helped her become more realistic. It helped her become more positive and less discouraged about what was going on. And it helped her realize I've got to just keep course correcting, just little course correcting, course yeah, corrections. Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah, I would imagine that it is, is easier to not judge yourself so harshly over the pendulum swing when you realize that what you're doing is actually just correcting. You know, exactly. I like that. Exactly. That's very helpful. Okay, so this is this is what we're talking about, man. This like is it. what we're talking about. I like it. Okay, okay. How do you cultivate? this CCC, consistent course correction mindset. I sat back and I said, Dana, is, how, are there things we can do to, to actually work with this more easily? And I realized, yes, there are. That's nice. what we're talking about. 
today. Cool. Okay. okay. So I've broken it down into basically two major steps, and there's baby steps within each. Okay. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is set it up. You need to know where you're aiming. You need to know where you're meeting all your friends at the bottom of the slope. Right? What you're trying to accomplish. And it's Who the... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. There's always this little delay that our listeners don't hear, but it's here. Um, when we think about perfectionism, I just want to like orient ourselves around that. Keeping your eye on the goal, which is the direction that you're really heading, the place you want to end, right? You know, or the, 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 where the journey should take you is not the same thing as keeping your eye on some sort of perfection, right? Perfection is, would, would be, in this analogy, would be making sure that your skis never deviate in the slightest from, mm-hmm. you know, a straight line from the starting point to the finish line, right? And that would be what perfection right. looks like. It's su- super rigid, right? That's not... So, so what you're saying, like keeping your eye on, on, on that destination is actually just helping you orient directionally for your course correction. Right. right? You're just orienting directionally. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. And you also need to be realistic, don't you? That's where that perfectionism, guarding against perfectionism comes in. Yes. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But first we need to know where we're aiming, what are we trying to accomplish, why are we doing it, and that helps us avoid the perfectionism. You know, how perfect, how good does it have to be? What's it, what's the, who's it for? Right. Right? Um. Mm. And then we always bring in my thing of who do I want to be? Yes. You know, do I, do I want to be confident and calm and, or do I want to be shame, ashamed and chaotic? You know, who do I want to be? Yeah. I want to, I want to be like cruising down that mountain in a relaxed way and casual, not, not, not frivolous but you know but certainly not this like intense monster who's like you know (laughs) right yeah right nice and if we we're not i'm not going to continue with the skiing analogy but as as you become as people become well i said i'm not going to and here i go (laughs) you're welcome Um, i keep bringing it back up (laughs) (laughs) when you be as you become a better and better skier it becomes more and more natural exactly muscle memory keeps you you know yeah you know so it's it goes from when my dad was teaching us to ski we'd be standing at the top of these hills swearing at him <laughs> and um i'm not going to repeat it but we would literally swear at him and then as you we got better and better and better we just follow him down the hill oh isn't that great yeah yeah, because you've, anyway. you've navigated through some of those obstacles before. You know how they go, and you've got an approach now that works, and you just improve every time, right? <laughs> yeah. And like- Daddy, if you listen to this, moguls are still not my friend. Anyway, um, okay, so, because he'd stand down there and say, moguls are your friends. I don't know what that means, but that's okay. Moguls I- are these huge, huge bumps in snow. Oh, Huge, hard fun. bumps in snow that you have to ski around. Uh, okay, you can't you can't anyway. like, use them like a ramp, I guess. Well, you even... probably could, but there's another <laughs> one right behind it. I don't know. Anyway, oh. um, and then we also, in part of our knowing where we're aiming, we also want to do our divide and conquer. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's, we don't want to say um, being on time for work versus, you know, is or, or, or my goal is, sorry, I 
got confused there. We don't want to say my goal is to live easier with ADHD. Yes, that is your long-term goal, but we've got to break it down into the smaller parts. Yeah, exactly. Maybe so, maybe my trajectory involves me passing that gorgeous tree over there, and I'd like to like have a close look at that tree on my way down the mountain. Sorry, I brought up the skiing analogy again, yeah. but it's but it's not. Yeah, it's it's not the because the big undefinable thing we we won't ever do. Right, you're right. It's not never struggling with ADHD again. Yeah, that's the big goal, but you got to break it down in little steps. Okay, my what I'm working on right now is being on time for work. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Love it. In our setup, we also want to know how we're going to be, know when we're off course. You know, when have you fallen into the the snow well around the tree? Yeah. Um, when have you gone down the wrong slope? Okay. When have you fallen and broken your leg and end up flying down in the ski patrol basket? You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. I haven't done that. Um, anyway, so... How do you know? So for me with ADHD, I I look at emotions. For me, if I get ashamed because I messed something up, oh, that's a sign. You know, that's a sign. Um, I also look at signs like, am I on time for work? You know, things like we've been talking about. Exactly, yeah. Um, also yeah. my actions. When my ADHD was unmanaged, I apologized for stuff all the time. I was always apologizing. And my goal in life now is to not have to apologize because I've messed it up because I'm not paying attention. I'm not managing my life. It's proactive, right? It's, yeah. yeah. And so obviously, if I screw something up, I will apologize, but I want to really reduce those. Of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... And for you, David, you may have different ways of knowing you're off course. Yeah, and listeners, you may have different ways. Yeah, I think I think mine are, are are similar to other things we've talked about recently. But the emotions, I think, I can super identify with. Um, and also when systems start to collapse, right? Like if I'm if I have a, a system that's nice and handy and working well, but then I start to miss it then that that's an indicator too that there's a there's an opportunity here for me to kind of you know take a breath all right what's what's different you know what 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 needs to be returned to the yeah. uh, to the system you know yeah exactly exactly and i've had i had that recently and that also helped me write a lot of this because one of my systems began to collapse recently and i oh. had to uh, man yeah um and had to step back and step out of the shame and say, okay, what happened? And uh, the other thing in the setup is we're, as we mentioned earlier, striving for realistic. So what's, you know, how, what really is realistic here? Not perfection, not that strange idea that it's going to be perfect. And everybody is always going to think, think we're amazing and love us forever because we never make mistakes. It's, you know, what can I really do? And also What's history shown me when I do the same thing I've done over and over and over again in my life and I expect a different result? You know the definition definition of that. Yeah, I right? still haven't figured out if it was Einstein that said it, but either way. I know. Yeah. I know. Anyway, it's it's expecting different results when you do the same thing is I don't like to say it's insanity. I say it's being unrealistic. It is. Yeah. 
Yeah, but there's that forever optimist in some of us who have ADHD where we're like, oh, oh. But this time it'll be different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's so when you have to notice that and step back. What's history shown me? Yeah. One of the things that Anne, who came up with the course, consistent course correction for me, one of the things she did was always pack going on a trip. She wouldn't pack until that morning they yeah. were leaving. Yeah. And it was always a hot mess and they were late and just uh, just it was stressful and her family was angry with her and she was angry with herself and every you know just a mess and so that was part of this conversation she's getting ready for a trip coming up and she said i'll wait and do that monday and i said what has history shown you (laughs) oh you're right yeah interesting okay okay so we want to be realistic yeah. All right. So that's the setup. Now let's get into the course correction. How does that work? So when you're when you go off track, and you will, this is ADHD. The idea that we're aiming for is to start to notice and to be able to adjust your course to correct your course. And one of the things we cannot do that we do with ADHD all the time is throw the whole system out the window and say, this doesn't work, it's boring, it doesn't work, whatever, and go on and invent something new. I appreciate you bringing this back up. Yes. It's just, a, it's, a, it's a tweak, right? It's not a, it's not a start over. <laughs> right. You know. Right. It is an adjustment. It's a correction. It's not a throw it all out and start again. Yikes. So tempting, though. Sometimes you just think, well, that whole thing is so broken, it would just be better to start over. <laughs> well, sometimes maybe that makes sense. Well, sometimes, our, true. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to go into our government, but um, sometimes I think maybe that might make sense. Anyway, different conversation. Uh, so we're adjusting, we're tweaking, we're correcting. All right. We're not totally throwing away, throwing it away and starting again. Yeah. How do you do that? One of the things is figure out what really pulled you off track. All right. We want to problem solve. So it, that's from, oh, I just forgot to why did I forget? Yeah. And that can expose one of those things like a system. You know, if I'm forgetting yep. something, it's usually because I didn't eat right or I didn't get enough sleep or one of those things. Right. You know, it's a right. There's a why right. in there somewhere. Right. Yeah. My thing that happened recently is. I, I used to always pay my bills late. It was a hot mess. I've probably told you all that. And um, I don't do that anymore, except twice in the last four months, two of the important team members of me, I have paid their monthly payments late. Oh. And I thought I had paid them. I could have sworn I'd paid them. Oh, ouch. That's and I got reminders. So I'm saying I'm sorry, which is my clue. Oh, man. So I had to step back and and I first I went into the I'm sorry into the shame. Mm. And then I stepped the next step was oh I just paid it late. And then the next step was no Dana what really happened? Oh. I use a paper billing system. I get paper bills and they both send them on in email. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's out of my system. And yeah. I go in to pay them PayPal or whatever and I get distracted by other PayPal stuff and no, never push the send button. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah. 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 So then we look at, okay, 
can I, how can I solve this problem once and for all? If I can, can I use technology? Can someone else do it? Do I need re a scaffolding of reminders? You know, how, how can I make sure this doesn't happen again if technology can help me? And also, what tools can I use that we talk about all the time on the podcast? How can I make guardrails isn't the right um, thing to talk about with skiing, but how can I, how can I clear my slope better or something? Yeah, there you How go. can I build my skills? Yeah. I need to take living easier with ADHD more seriously. Um, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And there are sometimes ways to just eliminate these problems, right? And sometimes mm -hmm. we just don't want to. Or sometimes the the work of eliminating it more permanently is a little scary in and of itself. And that's when we get to apply our our mindset of, of divide and conquer, right? Well, I can actually, yep. you know, break the, that solution down into smaller steps and make progress towards it. And then one day it's all going to just turn on and boom, I have solved boom. that problem permanently. Right. Yes. Solved yeah. once and for all. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, and, and use some of those tools we've talked about catch and redirect when you stray off track, block off the time sinks, um, use the binaural beats, clear clutter if that's getting in the way what is actually happening it just so you can start to create the life you want to have yeah yeah for sure good yeah. stuff and then the last thing in course correction is we're always got to be looking at how how can we help our brains help us mm, yeah for sure adhd is a neurological condition da 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 da, da. you can't ignore your brain and how it works and expect your ADHD to vanish. Right. So, so it's always so interesting how much of this is chemistry and, <laughs> you know, and biological and, and, but it can be, it can, we can work with it as we've talked about many times. Yes. Help brain care. Good old brain yeah. care. Yeah, the medication, the, care. the diet, the exercise, the sleep, yeah. The reducing stress, drinking enough water, meditating, those all of those things are really key. Oh, he pulls out his new little water bottle and it's beautiful. It's this kind of a reddish reddish rust color. Yeah, it's metallic red. It's very pretty and it's and it's it keeps the water cold in there, which I like. I it, I don't put any ice in it, but it just chilled water. Ah, so yeah. so good. Yeah. It's working really well. These little systems, yeah, you know, they these add up. Little bitty systems. So, do you want to hear about the technology parallel? I do, David. I do. I, I I'll keep it quick oh, because some some people just won't care. But um, in 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 the world of building software, there used to be this mindset that you would treat building software like 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 you would a building. Like you would have a set of plans, and everybody would know what it was going to do and look like, and exactly where the doors and the windows were, and all this other stuff. And so you define all this, and you go do a bunch of work, and then you come back, and by the time you built it, the people who actually used it would say, "You know, actually, I need something different now." Um, and can we swap users. out the third floor or can we put a different foundation underneath the whole building or what, you know what I mean? Like you would end up with these problems. And so mm -hmm. the whole world of software development has moved to a mindset that is more broadly known as agile, 
and our mm-hmm. software geeks and our nerds that listen will you'll know what I'm talking about. But if but but there's a piece of it that I wanted to mention. It's called CI slash CD, and it stands for continuous integration slash continuous delivery, and it's it, it it is part of it's the mechanism one of the mechanisms that helps you move from you know building. A, putting a huge amount of effort into something that nobody's going to ever use or, or you're going to have to scrap and start over um, to building something small that works and then building on it and then improving on it. And you deliver much more frequently and then you get real feedback from real people. And so you have this continuous integration process, which integrates uh-huh. feedback and integrates new pieces of code or functionality or whatever. And then uh-huh. the continuous delivery piece, it's why, for example, if you have a smartphone, you're familiar with getting app updates. I mean, at night, if you plug that thing in and it's on Wi-Fi, you might wake up and find that five of your apps updated overnight. And that's because those software developers have have switched to this continuous integration, continuous delivery. And that's why when you hear about major systems that take forever to build and they never work right, they're not that's why they never work they have they have they're using an old process that doesn't that doesn't uh uh involve but the one thing i wanted to mention about cicd that's so fascinating is that um it's a lot more than just an idea it act there are software tools and there are components to it and there's this whole category of development called devops where technologists figure out how to make systems work for developers who produce software but but in in every little iteration, there are tests that are conducted. Most of them are automated. If you can, if you can pull it off, you automate the test that check to make sure that everything's working properly. And you can actually prevent delivery of software with a bug in it if you've built tests properly because it'll test during the process. It's so, automated. David, that is wonderful and interesting and fascinating. And how can we bring that back to it's, our idea of CCC, yeah, is there the a idea. way for you? Is there anything you would add to what we've talked about? So based I, on your, I think that I, I think that we could probably each of us, if we think about your setup, right, where you're talking about you know knowing where you're going and how to know when you're off course. That's the piece that I was thinking about with the tests and the and the automated testing. It's like, oh, okay, I probably could build myself a little checklist, right? Of, mm-hmm. of all the things and that that would just immediately start to help me realize it, it reminds me of our ADHD manipulation matrix actually right yeah from yeah. many many episodes ago where we have that that whole sort of visual uh, component that allows us to to do some of this but I, right. but but that's more about the tool and that's what CICD is it's like a set of tools but the but the mindset is the key it's like you could have those tools but if you don't have the continuous course correction mindset then uh, then the tools are not you're not going to use them anyway right so it's yeah that's why it's so important to kind of like adopt the mindset but yeah so i think i think the analogy from tech kind of goes more towards the tools and the processes you know and yeah no and, but and i whatnot. i love that and also i learned something new today yeah but you know what else it does is it changes the dynamic because instead of you building something that people hate you you get to look at user feedback more frequently, and you and you and you align what you're doing with the with the outcomes, and you just feel better about it. You're using you're using your energies differently. And if they would communicate, they being the systems guys, 
peeps, if they would communicate with us that this is why they're constantly changing our apps, yes. we would not be so frustrated. It's true. It's true. I do hate it just as much as everybody else when somebody moves that one button that I always use. <laughs> right. Right. You know, yeah. it's, oh, come on. I just figured this thing out. And there you just change it. It looks. But anyway, it keeps us our brains agile as well. I guess. Yeah. We're always learning new things. Yeah. Okay. So. Constant course correction. Listeners, how can you start using this mindset? What would it do for you? Yeah. I'm liking this. I am I am liking this. And I think it just anchors some of the things we've been talking about lately. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Darn, we're smart here at Kick Some ADHD Podcast. Darn. But listener, as you're thinking about Dana's question, what are your takeaways? What did you hear? We'd like to hear from you. You can uh, find us online. Actually, this episode, number 103, is available at kicksomeadhd.com slash 103. And that's where you can go to make a comment about this episode, find our show notes and details and whatnot. You can also... Do that on social, of course, with uh, Facebook and Twitter. Just search Kick Some ADHD, and we are there. And I am now looking forward, Dana, uh, to what's what's coming next. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, we're kind of going we're going off course a little bit next week. Something. Oh, something okay. New I've been experimenting with. Yeah. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, yeah. you know, that sounds that sounds interesting. So hold on, <laughs> tune in next week. For the exciting conclusion. No, it's not a conclusion. It's, <laughs> it's just not a, a conclusion. It's just more continuous improvement. Yeah, more continuous improvement. More course correction. Like All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Go out and kick yourself some ADHD this week. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. ADHD.com.